The unofficial end to summer is here. School has started for most, football season is upon us, and soon the leaves will be changing color. At the DSR Network, we remain as busy as ever with a full slate of podcasts scheduled for the fall. In the coming weeks, we'll be launching two new shows with new hosts, creating even more content for our members. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, an evening newsletter, an invitation to join the DSR Slack community, bonus content, and more. Best of all, if you become a member in the month of September, you'll receive 20% off the normal membership price. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code SCHOOL at checkout. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code SCHOOL. Thank you for your support. It's September 15th, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Cotnor. And I'm Riley Fessler. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky is set to visit the United States during the United Nations General Assembly with plans to meet President Joe Biden at the White House next Thursday. This visit comes amidst ongoing debates in Congress about President Biden's request for up to $24 billion in military and humanitarian aid for Ukraine in its struggle against the Russian invasion. Zelensky previously visited Washington, D.C. in December 2022 and expressed gratitude to Americans for their support in funding Ukraine's war efforts. The details of his upcoming visit remain undisclosed, but it has been confirmed by congressional aides. Congress is currently divided over providing additional funding for Ukraine, with some conservative Republican lawmakers seeking spending cuts and opposing aid to Ukraine. This visit coincides with Congress's efforts to pass appropriations bills to keep the U.S. government running by the September 30th deadline. In recent developments within the Russian military hierarchy, General Sergei Sorovakin, an ally of Yevgeny Prigozhin and known as General Armageddon, was removed as the head of Russia's Air Force just before Prigozhin's death in a plane crash. This signals a consolidation of power among commanders involved in the war in Ukraine. President Vladimir Putin publicly visited the war headquarters with General Valery Gerasimov, reaffirming their positions of authority. Prigozhin, a prominent critic of the Russian military's failures in Ukraine, had achieved territorial gains but died under mysterious circumstances. These events underscore Putin's lack of trust in his military leadership prioritizing loyalty over competence, leading to infighting and degradation of Russia's military capabilities. Multiple high-ranking commanders have been removed or reassigned during the conflict, exacerbating the military's struggles. The situation has raised concerns about Russia's strategic command and its ability to address the deteriorating morale and challenges on the front line in Ukraine. The death toll in Libya's coastal city of Derna has tragically risen to 11,300, with another 10,100 people reported missing due to a massive flood caused by the breach of two dams during heavy rains, according to the Libyan Red Crescent. This number is significantly higher than initially reported, and the mayor of Derna suggests it could climb to 20,000 given the extent of the devastation. 
the flood has exposed vulnerabilities in the conflict-ridden country, which has struggled with infrastructure maintenance and emergency management. The storm also claimed about 170 lives in other parts of eastern Libya, and emergency workers are still searching for survivors. Poor infrastructure maintenance, corruption, and financial mismanagement are cited as contributing factors to this devastating event. In other news, French President Emmanuel Macron, along with other global leaders like China's Xi Jinping, Russia's Vladimir Putin, Britain's Rishi Sunak, and India's Narendra Modi, will not be attending the UN General Assembly in New York. Macron cites scheduling conflicts, including hosting King Charles III and meetings with Keir Starmer and Pope Francis, as reasons for his absence, while Sunak's absence is seen as surprising, given it would have been his first General Assembly since taking office. This shift in attendance could put a greater spotlight on U.S. President Joe Biden's speech. Some French officials expressed concern about the negative signal Macron's absence sends, given France's support for multilateralism. The decision may reflect changing priorities and a shift in diplomatic focus, as France seeks engagement in other international forums like the BRICS and Asian forums. The United Auto Workers Union initiated simultaneous strikes at three major American automakers, General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis, Chrysler's owner, marking a significant industrial labor action in the U.S., The strikes disrupted production of vehicles such as the Ford Bronco, Jeep Wrangler, and Chevy Colorado pickup truck. UAW President Sean Fain announced these targeted walkouts, emphasizing the union's intent to secure better profit sharing and job security amid the transition to electric vehicles. While these strikes are seen as more symbolic than financially damaging, they could lead to larger strikes if negotiations fail. The union's demand for a 40% raise has clashed with the company's offers, raising concerns about cost hikes and potential disruptions in the automotive industry. This situation may benefit non-union automakers in the U.S., including Tesla, Toyota, Honda, and Mercedes, as the disruption could impact earnings and production schedules significantly. The absence of China's defense minister, General Li Shangfu, from public view for the past two weeks has raised speculation of a possible corruption purge within the Chinese military leadership. U.S. envoy to Japan, Rahm Emanuel, questioned the reasons behind General Li's absence, pointing out that other top military officials have also been removed recently. This follows the mysterious disappearance and replacement of Foreign Minister Qin Gong earlier in the year. While the Chinese government has provided little information, reports suggest General Li is being removed from his position. Some observers believe this opacity in leadership and the ongoing purges underscore the challenges and corruption within the Chinese military. These developments are occurring amid heightened military activity near Taiwan and tensions in the South China Sea, raising concerns about communication, escalation, and crisis management in the region. In lighter news, Grace Good, a 30-year-old experienced circus performer, recently achieved two Guinness World Records. Firstly, she set the record for the most fire hoops spun simultaneously, successfully keeping eight flaming hoops in motion around her body. Secondly, 
she broke the record for the most hula hoops spun simultaneously while balancing on a giant rolling globe, managing to keep 28 hula hoops in motion while standing on a ball. Good's journey into these feats began when she was introduced to flow arts, involving hula hoops at the age of 18, leading her to become deeply passionate about incorporating more elements into her performances, including fire and aerial acrobatics. That's all the news we have for you this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.